0: Sports fans. Welcome to episode 76 of State of M.I. Sports at State of M.I. Sports, where we talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of M.I. Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page at State of M.I. Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. And also for our Facebook viewers, please share it to your Facebook page so we can get uh, reach your guys' friends, you know? So, Why, why'd you look
1: was, at me when he just looked right at me while he said that? Because I
0: was very uncomfortable and I didn't want to look into that. The camera, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was actually but <laughs> uh, you're accusing me, but that's uh, fine. Go ahead. Episode 76, we're going to uh, take talk a little bit about the Detroit Lions. We don't have a game to break down being on the the bye and stuff like that, but th- th- We can't have an episode without talking about the Lions, so uh, we're going to do that uh, before diving into Iserman's draft and free agent signing so far and buyouts, just a whole lot to unpack there, and you guys uh, talked a little bit about it last week, uh, but obviously I have my thoughts and want to make it a little bit longer of a topic, so that's what we're going to do. We are with Big Ten Football two weeks away. Less than two weeks away.
2: Counting down the days. Holy
0: smokes. I'm so excited. Yeah, that happened um, fast. We're going to play the schedule game for Michigan and Michigan State, which will be a, a blast. We, we always love doing that. We only got three of us. So we had no coin flips today. Um, I, did, I lost where I'm at. We're going to make some picks against the spread. As usual. Um, we're gonna, of course, we're going to grade some Michigan beers, which we got in front of us here for our viewers. Um, I'm Sam Walthart with me today. We got Ryan Walthart and Micah Smith. Hello, hello. We're ready to talk some sports. We're ready to drink some Michigan beers. We're ready to have a good time doing it. You. Um, I'm I'm excited, guys. I'm really excited to be back. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah. I, I missed it last week, even though you guys did include me, which I really appreciate. Um,
1: Overall, it was kind of a B team effort, though. I mean, oh, from yeah. start to finish. So glad to have you back.
0: Look, I was listening. I, I listened and watched the videos and stuff like that on my way on my drive home from Florida to Kentucky and stuff like that. So, oh nice. Um, I was really enjoying it. So, how I did it you feel to I, be
2: a listener with frustration, like you oh disagree
3: or agree? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not <laughs> agree.
1: Disagree, because we all know that I was, was giving him disagree. the benefit I, of the doubt. I tell
0: you what. I was so angry with Trav. I've been me and him like we, we don't f- yeah we fight a lot. You
2: fight a lot, but
0: we the just the last couple days text messages have just all been about Stafford. <laughs> like I think he was a little too hard on Stafford. I get his frustrations and and as a whole for the team, but man, he really he drug Stafford through the coals, and yeah, I didn't I mean, appreciate that. I think at all. we
1: all took our opportunity while you were out to to. Let the conversation <laughs> get to a here, point that we our couldn't grievances. get to. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I see CEO's not saying. here. Hey. The
2: boss isn't here. We're Party not. Time. We're not the Lions talk yet, guys.
0: No, but we can turn. <laughs> we can turn right into that. So it was a bye week. We don't have a game yep. to unpack, but there was a lot that happened. So I, I want to go back two weeks when when Houston, obviously, that what are they? Own four, own five, own four or own five? Own five now. yeah. Own five now. Um, they fired Bill O'Brien, who who actually just got re- just got hired as the GM in the offseason. He's been the head coach for a while fired from both positions he's he's done. Uh they did that last week. So after their their fourth loss, um and then Atlanta actually made made a change. They fired their GM and coach as well. Um their own five as well, I believe. Uh and it's not pretty. But then that, that just raises the question like why hasn't Quinn and Patricia been fired yet? That's what we're hearing all day every day uh, on sports talk radio in, in the state of Michigan. And and I I Disagree with that right now, personally. Um, oh, I do too. One hundred percent. I look. I mean, they, they put their they put themselves their backs are against the wall. They have zero room for error. If they lose this week, I think they're they're going to be the third the third duo that that is fired this season. Um, I don't expect it to happen. We'll get into picks later, but um, I mean, they still have a little bit of a leash, I think. And I think a lot of fans disagree with it, but I personally agree. I think you're well. You it, agree. It
1: is- you agree with them not being fired up until this point. Yes. If they go out and get blown out by Jacksonville, Jacksonville, I think you would agree too that it's just it's time. Yeah. You, you are not coaching. You're not getting this team prepared the way yep. they need to be prepared because then you're going up against a franchise that is notorious for not being prepared in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. And being run in uh, in a in a terrible way yeah I mean I heard a stat about the Jaguars that had something like one or two they have they have maybe one of their first round picks since 2014 or their last five or six first round picks yeah. they're not even on the teams anymore like they have struck out so many times in the first round and in football I mean good luck if you're doing that in the first round how are you going to go find talent in the fourth fifth and sixth yeah. rounds to round out your team
0: yeah
3: it-
2: does it matter to you guys how they win if they happen to like win by two scores nope. or s- just absolutely eke back in with at, a last second field goal at
0: this point i don't care how no. you do it because N- look i mean let's be honest they've lost in those last second plays those right. last second field goals and that has fueled the fire of the people that want to no, fire it's a fair these point though, yeah. They want to fire these guys it, for me it's it's just win i don't care how you do it it could be the ugliest win of all time you, you could have the refs screw over the other team for all i care just win and I'm okay with it because that's really what, what I think we're, where we're at with this with this regime is I think we have seen the signs that of progress to to an extent. We saw it last year when Stafford was healthy. Um, we've seen it for glimpses this year. It hasn't yeah, double been pretty. Double-digit
1: leads in every game except for no, uh, all of all them. Are. Except all for them.
0: maybe the Cardinals. I don't know if Pack, we ever Packers. had
1: it. Packers, we had a double-digit lead. Well, there you go. We were up 10-0. Every single, th- 14-3. I'm,
0: yep. 14-3 we were up. So,
1: I mean, you're right, though. All last year, same story. Yes. And you know what? I will give your opinion on this a little bit of credit, too, because we we have a lot of things going on as Lions fans. One, people are blaming Stafford and talking about trading Stafford and getting rid of him, and he's not a winner. Just like Trav spent a long time last week talking about how he's not a winner, and he was accusing Stafford of certain things. But at the same time, look at the coaches. Look at the two regimes that were just fired. You're talking about Matt Ryan. With a loaded wide receiver core. Yeah. And you're talking about Deshaun Watson.
0: And was was Matt Ryan a first overall pick, or was he a... You, I'm pretty sure was he was top five? Was nope. it first? He was first
1: overall, yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like... And Deshaun Watson was a high-end draft pick, first too. First-round pick. and, yep. and Yeah. And, and we
1: know the talent that those guys have. Yep. So... Th- it, it just proves that if you, you can't have it both ways. You can't blame Stafford for and, the Lions' losses and blame your coaching,
0: coaching staff and, 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 and your GM.
1: GM at the same time. You can't have all three and just blame all of them <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> right. And my my opinion on this is you know, Stafford's trying to do way too much. He's not put in a position yep, to win. I agree with that. And our coaching staff is not prepping the rest of the team around Stafford or recruiting the right talent around him as wide receivers and running backs to get open and help him. In our in our areas of strength, I agree with the way they've been building this defense. Are they good? No, they're not good. But I like the way they're they're trying to build it. The idea of it, yes. But I disagree with the way they've been building this offense. Bringing in slower slower people, I I, I think speed in the NFL kills today, and I and we're just not building that way on offense.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you completely, and I think everybody's looking to to have the blame game here. And and you brought up Stafford. Um, so obviously, for the people that that might not watch other games, um, you got Dallas and the Forty ers really, that are are more ready to win teams. I think, and, and and I say that I'm not saying the Lions aren't ready to win. Um, I know that's weird that people that I think that they might be, but let's let's look at look at it as whole. Well. Forty ers are ready to win. Dallas is built to win. With the right quarterback, they're both struggling in the quarterback position. Obviously, Dak Prescott broke his ankle. That was nasty, and that just threw up all of the questions. Yep. All right, is Stafford a fit? Can they trade Stafford to Dallas? That's been the conversation really for a couple years, even before Dak got hurt. Now here we are. We have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That that can be a trade piece. Look, if here the, we are.
1: If the Cowboys would go out and get Stafford, that would be the. The very best they could get out of that deal.
0: I, I agree. The, which sorry, which one? Dallas. No, I'm, uh, no, or, I'm just or saying or Dallas. One?
1: That would be the best case scenario for Dallas. For
0: Dallas and, and Detroit, possibly. And and look, I, I'm not saying trade Stafford now. Everybody was like, they should have traded him on, on Monday. Blah blah blah. Like, let, let's just be calm a little bit. It, we're still one and three. We got we have the season in front of us. But if we lose one of, I don't want to say one of the next three. No, two of the next three. Yeah. I'm done. Look, I'm done if I'm they done lose with to the, the regime. I'm saying sell it all. If we lose to the Jaguars, I'm I'm sell everything. I'm yeah. done. I am done with this team, and I will be I will I will be the biggest Stafford fan on whatever team he goes to for the year. Um, but I mean I I don't know. Like that that's where I'm at here is is just win, right? Yeah. And, and like we we could try to compare the matchup uh for the Lions against the Jags, but really we're just at a just win moment. Right. Do, do we have any comments on this here, Mike? No,
2: no comments, but I saw earlier today that Dallas signed a QB, though. Who did they sign? Uh, I, I got to get to it, and I don't know if it, this is the guy. Another
3: QB. I think that, was,
0: that might have been a joke. I think I saw the same thing. but I th-
2: Garrett Gilbert?
0: Oh, really? Okay.
2: Uh, I don't think that's a joke.
0: No, you're not. Yeah, I right.
1: also don't know if that's the, the real answer in that. Either though, I, is I he, think see the answer. No, the he, he's not the answer. Who, I think who's the backup? Andy
0: Dalton. Andy oh,
2: Dalton. That's right. Yeah, I think they just signed Andy Dalton's backup is what yeah. it was. So yep, I.
0: For sure. But if Andy Dalton goes out and throws three picks and they lose, <laughs> and stat, let's say the Lions lose the Jags, hello, like this is this is a match made in heaven. Yeah, in my
1: opinion. Or or like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or somebody who's yeah. just yeah. There there, in are, the way other right now. there yeah. are
0: other options. There are other options for for Dallas. So I don't think Stafford is actually the, or. Actually, the, their best option for the for the price and all that good stuff. We all do right. have
2: a couple comments. though. all right, let's let's get uh, those. Let's get those. Yeah, Stu McLean said, you know, he would probably kick ass in Dallas.
0: He would. I agree. I agree with
1: you, Stu. With those weapons, I can't even. I, I, the Cowboys I, I, wide receivers Stafford
0: would be six to midnight before he gets to the Dallas. The Cowboys no wide question. receivers
1: are incredible. the The fact that they got and Lamb, Lamb in the draft is just it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, like when he went to like eighteen or nineteen overall, I was just sitting there just watching. Like this this dude might be the most Talented wide receiver in football now. Now. he's really he got drafted. Good. He's really good. <laughs> um, he also
2: follows it up with, you will never be done. We say that, and you always go back to the Lions.
0: I always go back to the Lions, man. <laughs> I love the Lions so much. Well, it's he, he knows you to. too well. It's a love-hate relationship because I, I, I think I would probably say they're my third team possibly between, behind the Red Wings and Tigers, but but they're just so – they're lightning rod, and I will talk – About them anytime, any place. Like they're the most fun to talk about, I think. Um, But anyways, all right. So, quick matchup talk. Nothing really stands out. I think this offense should move the ball against this defense. This defense is bad, um, and I'm a little nervous again for the Jaguars' offense against our defense because our defense has has, hasn't proven to be any good. Um, But I don't care how you do it. You could win by one. You could win by seventy. Nobody's going to be happy after this week. There is no question about that. You're going to have everybody hating on the Jags and saying, "Oh, you beat the Jags. Good, good for you." Blah blah blah. It rightfully so. Like you haven't proven anything if you win this game, but if you lose, like, oh boy, this is going to be an interesting week. I still want to. I still want to bring it up, like, who have we lost to? We've lost to Drew Brees. And Aaron Rodgers, and, and then a drop pass by Swift. We beat against, the Bears
1: against the Bears, who are what? They're like four and one right four now. Four one right? beat the Bucs, Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just went out and beat the Bucks. Like the, our season right now, I get that you have to be good <laughs> in the NFL to be good, yeah, right? And we keep <laughs> losing a good team, so that's not a good excuse. But it's worth bringing up that it's not like we're just rolling over against these teams that are that are crushing the rest of the league right now. Yeah, you know, like they're they these other teams are beating really good teams, and and it's just. I don't know. I, again, it's not a moral victory or moral victory is that what you'd you'd call it?
0: Moral victory I think is when you lose and you play well.
1: Well, that's kind of what I'm bringing up. Like they, you know, we we lost a 6 by 6 points to the Saints. So it's not eight. like
0: wasn't it 8 points? It or was it 30 f- 35 Oh, yeah, cause we went for two. That was really Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to bring that up because that'll just make me question things, but No, look, I think yeah, I we think lost six. this
1: is is this a must win? I really think it is. Hell yeah, it is. It's not a should win. It's a well, it's both, I guess. It's That's a should what you win. You wrote down right? Yeah,
0: it's a should win.
1: It's a must win. And it's a must win because if they don't win, then then the coaches, GM, see you, are everybody, gone. and that opens up. Stafford will not be traded with this current group of coaches because their job is on the line and they yep. need to win. They need Stafford to win. Yep. They didn't. They went zero and eight last year without Stafford. They cannot win games without him. Yeah. We saw we saw what the Lions looked like without Stafford. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. So it's not like we're you know. Super close with this the rest of this team. So if Stafford is keeping him in every single game, that's that's a, a a massive change compared to last year without Stafford.
0: Yep, it is time to introduce our Michigan Beers for episode seventy six. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner Sicilian's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Cicciano's Market is the best place for it. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beer across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They have beer, specialty wine, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that they're part of the state of my sports family. And it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. Please check them out and let them know we sent you. Um, real quick, another thing about Cincinnati Adams. Is, is one thing that I love about that place is you walk in and they're just they're right there to help you. They don't intimidate you. They walk up, they're like, "Hey, is there something I can help you find? Is there something I yep. can help you?" And I, so I was I was picking up the beer yesterday, uh, and, and I I'm walking in and looking through everything, and this guy walks in, and he goes, "Hey," and he's talking to one of the workers, he's like do you have any more of those really good Belgians or any good, really good Belgian beers recommendations? And it's like, so he came in specifically because he had a Belgian beer that they recommended. He loved it. He goes, I want another recommendation because you guys did such a great job. So, uh, if you know your favorite style, they'll, they'll help you out with that. Um, so let's, let's introduce our beers. Michael, will you start us off with that please?
2: Yeah. Tonight I'm drinking Founders Imperial Stout. Uh, this is brewed with an abundance of malts. The stout is smooth and as silk, uh, yet complex and rich in body. Uh, it's best enjoyed at cellar temperature, which is somewhere uh, between. My bad. <laughs> I thought you'd catch that. <laughs> my somewhere my between uh, f- mid forties, mid sixties. Okay. But uh, th- these will warm up just <laughs> fine. I'll I'll have some later. But the 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 reason they want those cellar temperatures is because it actually brings out. Uh, more of the chocolates and that full body taste. Okay. So, um, but overall, it's a ten cool. and a half percent beer and seventy five yeah. IBUs. It's it is pretty heavy. Good so luck. I mean, if if you want to stay away from a heavy beer one night, this isn't your guy. But if you want a nice sipper by the fire, something like that, check this beer out.
0: Nice, Ryan. What are you drinking?
1: Yeah, I think this is a familiar beer to the podcast. I'm drinking tonight. It's Sideyard Ale from Bell's brewing company and this is this is a fresh hop new england ipa style um i think the theme with this beer is the freshness that they're trying to get they say from our own hop yard to the kettle to the fermenter to you so fresh you'll think that it's harvested the hops that you harvested the hops yourself and that that's kind of what they're going with this one Uh, and just First impressions, absolutely, they got it right, and it's it's very very fresh. That's the best way to to describe this beer.
3: Awesome.
0: So I'm drinking uh, from Three Blondes Brewing Company, or brew, brewery. I should look that up. Dang, my bad. Uh, oh, you got it. So born Brewing. and raised in South Haven, Michigan. Three sisters, Carrie, Megan, and Amanda, along with their th- their husbands, started Three Blondes Brewing in 2018. So th- so as I was looking looking into this, they have this amazing about us read so i i click on about us to learn more about them and, and, start, and it is perfectly written so please check that out i, I don't say that very often to go to the website and read about us <laughs> i thought the writing behind that was was amazing i was uh messaging uh carrie a little bit uh and, and she just mentioned a few things uh about the industry so basically what the, what their vision was is, is they saw all of these craft breweries um, opening up in small towns and, and kind of rejuvenating these these little towns. So yeah. they're from South Haven. They're like, well, when is somebody going to do that in South Haven? And instead of sitting around waiting, they're like, all right, let's just do it ourselves. So these sisters, they they opened it. They're part of the family. Like family business is is um, something in their in their background um, with their parents and stuff. Uh, but they, they started this brewery with their with their uh husbands and, and the three sisters. Uh pretty dang cool the way that they, they did They took a leap and went for it in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I'm really, really enjoying this beer so far. I'm drinking True Blue Bear. It's a Belgian wit uh beer brewed with uh I'm gonna kill these words. Shamel Sham, chameleon, Sham I I know Chameleon? Any. No, it's not chameleon. Camelon. <laughs> Corander and lemon <laughs> and finished with local breweries from the true blue farms, K-M-M-O. which is which is a uh local um blueberry farm in, in South Haven. So yeah. uh so far so good. I, I really have been a, a fan of this. I cracked this thing open. I did not expect a blue beer I guess I should have thinking about the, the blueberries, but... Um, right when you crack
2: that open, you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa.
0: what like, is whoa. this? Not oh, yeah. expecting that. But uh, yeah, so I'll let you guys know what, what I'm... Uh, my grade at the end of the episode. Instead of taking a nice little break, let's, let's just jump right into the Red Wings. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, let's do I it. Think we got our beers in front of us. There's no reason to take a break. Uh, so Red Wings, baby. I love my Red Wings. I'm... Um, this is my time Love to it. shine. This is your time to yeah, Mike yep. <laughs> Ryan Ryan's ball. All right, so I wanted to start with with the draft, um, okay. I, and I don't want to go through every single name. The two names are, are their first two picks. So first pick at four overall, Lucas Raymond. Um, look, one of the best off offensive talents in in this draft, and I think he's we're seeing early on in in his current season that dude, this guy, this kid can score, and he is a very good hockey player. I'm, I'm right. really excited about it, I, and I, I've watched a little bit more film on him. I'm getting really, really, really excited about this pick. I think, I think where the lions, or, sorry, lions. Here we <laughs> go. Turning back to the lions, like <laughs> Steve mentioned. <laughs> <Of> uh, <course>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where the reddings laying in the draft? Like I would much rather see uh, Tim Stuzel or obviously. Uh, Stutzel or, or Lafreniere. I would love to be one or two and get one of those guys. But where we landed at four and getting this type of talent, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, he's a pure-skilled goal scorer, basically. And, and and the best part about him is, is I don't look at him as uh, a player that's afraid to go get his nose dirty and and create his own opportunity and, and have that puck on his stick. Um He's a 200 foot type of guy, and I'm not saying he's going to be a stud in the defensive zone. I don't want my winger to be a stud defenseman in the defensive zone. That's a center's in the defense the right. defenseman's job. Right. I want a winger that's a threat that that's making the defenseman uncomfortable that he's on the stinking ice. That's what I want, and I don't want him in the defensive zone. You know what I mean? And and based on what, what I'm looking at, is this guy will go in in the corners. He'll he'll bust in a forecheck, and he's just he he's skilled. He is a very, very skilled player, and the dude can shoot the puck better than anybody else in this draft. From
2: what you've seen, anybody, anybody
0: else, I, at least for from the the, the top five picks from, from tape that I've watched, this kid shoots. He, this kid can shoot, I, and I do, love do, that.
2: Do you think he would be a good piece on Larkin's line or someone else's uh, line?
0: In the, I mean, if you want to keep Larkin around, yeah. Uh, uh, th-
2: that hypothetically, if Larkin's still here, uh, yes.
0: Hypothetically, no. I think Larkin who, should be more of a a second line guy.
2: Who would you put Raymond with?
0: I don't think he's on our team yet. To be honest, we we need we need a higher skilled center um, to to make this player very successful in the, Th- in the NHL. Theodore, right. you think? Theodore, no, no. <laughs> we, he's not on our team yet. Trust me, uh, <laughs> Niederbach. <laughs> um, but but anyway, so uh, Lucas Raymond, I think we like. It, I was caught off guard with the pick. I'm very happy with it. Again, Drysdale, I would have been happy with too. But Lucas Raymond, see, I, I, I'm I'm six a minute with the kid now. Look, I, I really think this this is a – I don't want to say steel gap for it because it's not. But it's a very high-end talent guy. Yeah, saying? I
1: mean, I, I think we, we covered this maybe four to six months ago. We brought up last week too. But there were, there were a few people that I think we had our eyes on at number four. And Drysdale – one of them, uh, Perfetti was another one of them. Yeah. And really the third name was Lucas Raymond. And yeah. so I don't think they did anything wrong. It's not like okay. they missed out and they they reached for anything. This guy was in the skill level as he should have been for in a loaded high-end draft. So yeah. it, it is a really, really good skill position that we got. They didn't reach for something completely crazy. So I think that that's also a plus. But I agree with you. I mean, I, I looked back at some of this kid's tape again and – to me, what I'm seeing is a lot of consistency. This kid's always in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And-, and and a lot of and a lot of his uh his highlights are some of them are goals and some of them are not goals, but he's right there every single time. And he's the one even scoring goals for other people because he's putting it on the net and yep. and, and then everybody else is right there. Yeah.
0: So- the, the, the best thing about his shot and, and I don't want to say the best thing but one thing that's really good about it is his, how quickly he gets that that puck off his stick like that's what a lot of his highlights are is the puck gets on a stick and he is shooting the puck and it's in a good spot he's accurate it's quick like there's so many good things about his shot but he's not just a shooter either what he really reminds me of is a more aggressive better athletic Brett hall from what I've seen and obviously this is a completely different really? league Different type. of I'm not saying he's going to score, score 700 <laughs> goals. Trust me, I'm not saying that. But like you just just the said that. way that he shoots, the way he like how quickly he's shooting the puck and how accurate it is, it reminds me of that he's type of style. player. He's got a style. But like that's also that. in the Swedish Elite League. Uh, it's com- right. completely different to do that in the NHL. So <laughs> would a Brett Hall even succeed in this type of NHL? Probably not. You need to be a better skater, which I think we see with the, with this type of player. Um, another one that I want to bring up was William Wallander. Um, I I think he he was a decent, a decent pick for Eisman. I, I think, so I I read a lot of his scouting report and people were really high on, on his skating and his frame and all of that stuff. And then I, so as I'm scrolling down and looking more into it and then there's the video and I don't see it with a skating like they might. Um again this is just the tape that I'm provided they they're dissecting these tapes a, a lot more than me trust me um but I'm a little concerned about his skating and and how raw he is for for the first pick in the second round um is a little unnerving I guess um it's what, he's he's a project what do you he's, what do you he's mean a project.
2: What do you mean by raw
0: I mean like he he's yeah
2: because so- sometimes Organizations look at raw as we can take this guy in whatever direction we want, and that's what we love.
0: When I think raw, I think he has the ability, he has the athleticism. But how do you, what do you want him to turn into, basically? And and, and,
2: we're almost saying the same uh, thing. uh, Yeah. Can I can I ask a
1: question here? Yeah, go for it. High end. Or upside with this guy? Does he have an upside for the he NHL? He has
0: very high upside for the NHL. So,
1: so what I'm seeing is a first round pick and three second round picks. Yep. And so if you found a guy that might have higher upside, like a high end talent, first round pick, if if everything kind of works out in your favor, maybe maybe that's maybe that's he knew he he was reaching a little bit and he had three opportunities to get it right and he's going to go for he's going to reach for the stars on this pick. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, but sticking on on Wallander, it's like. He, his skating isn't fast.
1: That's what I was talking about, Wallander.
0: His skating isn't nearly quick enough for for the NHL now. And obviously, second round pick, I'm not expecting him to come in and and be a a franchise-changing player. He's going to be a project and how he develops is the key to whether or not he's going to succeed in the NHL or in the AHL or whatever whatever happens. Like it's it's a risk pick in my opinion. Um but, I mean, really, that's what a lot of second-round picks are. And it really comes down to what you turn it into and how you develop them. He's a big kid. He's 6'4", 195 pounds. He's still growing. 17 years yeah, old. Yeah, he's still growing. Um, so I I really like that. Um, but he's still – the development is going to be the key Lefty. to this. Yeah. Yep, the key is going to be what you really want. Right-handed defensemen are rarer than lefties in, in the NHL. So hmm.
2: um, Looking for those rarities.
0: Yeah. But anyways, all right. I, I, as a draft as a whole i think eisenman he he hit it out of the park um he he hit it out of the park even before the draft started by by collecting all of these picks how many how many was it was it 12 players in 7 rounds yeah, that is you're going to have a good an a draft grade you're going to add talent to this big pool of, of players you're going to get those guys that wash up right away you're going to get those guys that you know you drafted in the 5th round and turn into something um I, it, it really is is, is a, a crapshoot in the NHL draft, but I like the first two picks of Lucas Raymond. He's going to be an nhl or in, in two years would be my guess. I don't think he's going to be next year. I think he's going to start 2022 probably in, in Grand Rapids and then work his way up. They're going to be patient with him uh, unless he proves otherwise. And I think Wallander will will eventually make the NHL in two or three years um, is, is my guess. So it's not going to be a quick turn around like everybody wants you're not going to see these guys very quick um but another one that I wanted to bring up was the fourth round pick out of, out of the Czech Republic the uh Jan Bednar the goaltender uh just a pure athlete but he also has that size which is exciting for a goal I think he's 6'4 um but I, I really think the, the the mix of his size and athleticism is really what um is exciting and why they took this this shot at him and Czech goalies Seem to progress pretty well in, in the NHL. They develop, um, and as long as we we have.
1: Oh, I just turned my mic off. <laughs> he turned his mic off. How's that even <laughs> possible? The cover is like blocking. I don't know why I it's even like touched the it. hardest thing in the world to do is turn your mic <laughs> on did, and off.
0: Why did I even touch it? I don't, <laughs> don't even know why I touched it. You, were, mic. Just, I'm just you were just talking
2: <laughs> classic veteran <move>. nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a week. <laughs> you've been <laughs> two weeks since you've been on this. Um, yeah, I mean, he's nothing to get extremely excited about, but it's just a wait and see, like, can he develop? Can he be a, a starting goalie in Grand Rapids in 2022 and then of course eventually love work it. his way up? I mean, that, that's, that's the goal. Um, I, I have a question. Are these guys going to be – how many of these guys
1: are going to be in Grand Rapids next year?
0: Next year, none. I, I don't think any of them will be.
1: Okay, so it's gonna take him a little bit, a little while. So well, I'm with, looking at the top with, three picks here.
0: With the with the COVID stuff, a lot of these guys are already on overseas teams or or committed to their junior teams. Yeah, keep them there. So just keep them there. Don't don't let the the professionals get their hands Must on them be nice. and stuff like that. So I I'm a little nervous about the AHL as a whole. To be honest, I don't know what they're gonna do um, because there's still a lot of questions of what the NHL is gonna do. Um, so I, I mean. I don't don't I'm expect looking, any of these guys in Grand Rapids. Alright,
1: well that's fair. I'm looking at these first three guys and all three out of Sweden.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, right? Right.
1: I mean they he clearly saw something from Sweden. He's just like this is a crop of people in Sweden of kids that he looked at as super valuable. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. It's Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. And then you go back into you know, there's there's a bunch of over overseas.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean really, that he's picking from here. For sure. Um so I think that that's basically all I want to say about the draft. Um, don't get too excited, but just keep an eye out for, for these guys and, and see how they develop um, on their Swedish elite teams or, or their overseas teams and then into Grand Rapids um, when things get back to normal. But so signings. Sorry, go, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know.
1: I, the, I have questions because I am not at the level as you guys with hockey. So Lafrenier, yeah, he's going to come in and he's going to be in the NHL immediately.
0: Uh, probably not. It sounds like he's committed to overseas is for this year, so it'll probably be twenty twenty one, twenty two. Okay, so er, By- Byfield, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Byfield will probably stay in juniors. Like, it, it's just a weird year. Okay, I, I think LaFreniere is really the only NHL ready talent. I don't think Byfield's anywhere near. Maybe Stutzel. I think Stutzel's better than Byfield. Um, same. But. Uh, I think Lafreniere is probably the only NHL-ready guy.
1: So it'll take two or three years to get any kind of draft grade out of this whole class.
3: Yeah,
0: and that's that's the hard part for for hockey is, is is you don't have those those immediate impact draft picks to get get people excited, which is why nobody watches the NHL draft other than <laughs> me, other stork. Than a few other people. Um, <laughs> but the signings, let's talk a little bit about that. We'll start with um, uh, so I'll just go through a quick list here. We had uh, Vladislav. Nomenstikov, Troy Stetcher, Thomas Grice, the goaltender, uh, Riley Barber, who who will be a, a Griffin probably, uh, Kyle Crusolo, uh, who will probably also be a Griffin, uh, John Merrill, uh, he's a University of Michigan guy, and then Bobby Ryan. Um, Mike, did you have anything on, on uh, Stetcher? I remember talking to you the other day. You you, 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 you do not have anything yet? Uh, I, I,
2: I I don't. I can get in in a minute.
0: All right. So I'll I'll just basically start with by talking about. I don't think any of these guys is exciting, um, on, on paper. But then you, you really for look what at what it is. For, yeah. But then you work, look at what Bobby Ryan. Uh, has done uh, before his personal issues with alcoholism and all that stuff. Um, still only being 33 years old, uh, you wonder what kind of season uh, he he could have with, with top six minutes on, on Detroit, which he will get. He's going to get that. Um, if, he, if he produces well, uh, he'll be a very nice trade piece at the deadline to continue to adding picks or prospects to, to this rebuild. Um, you're basically paying for – more draft picks. Is, is the way I look at this. You're going to and, and it's very cheap. Anything you get out of this guy for a million dollars for one year, it, it is a hands down no-brainer signing. Um don't get too excited about him. He's not the Bobby, Bobby Ryan that scored 30 goals for I think it was four straight years in Anaheim, maybe three. Um dude, he he was a second overall pick. He has all the skill in the world. Um, just hasn't – he hasn't even been a bust, I don't think, for the second overall pick. So you're getting a very high – Four straight seasons, 30 goals, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're getting a a highly skilled player and and you're not paying a lot for him. And you're not tied in long-term. This is a no-brainer. This is an amazing signing by Eisenman. Because Bobby Ryan, I'm very surprised that he came to Detroit because he could have easily gone and got paid a million dollars to play for Boston or St. Louis or – or another team that's ready to win now. Even Tampa Bay, he would have been a really good fit in Tampa Bay, letting go a couple of their high, higher paid guys, bringing uh, Bobby Ryan. But he chose Detroit. Uh, if you look at all the headlines and stuff, he, he said he heard from Iserman. He had he didn't have to hear anything else. That's exciting to me that yeah, that's people awesome. want to come in and play for Iserman in in Detroit um, because we haven't had that excitement in a very very long time. Um, so I he's he's someone to keep an eye on. Um and, and then uh I also like the the Grice signing uh because it was necessary basically you needed a goalie to either be the your number one or number two based on what he's getting paid he'll probably be the number one Yeah it sure looks like but it But at right? the same time it's like could they're going like to be a 60, they're going 40 really Yeah I, I think it's going to it could be just 50 50 at this point I I really don't know because you're you're at a point that if either of these guys have a stud year you're not ready to win you're not going to be winning you're not going to be competing. Um so trade one of them. <laughs> so give both these guys a chance to turn into a trade piece in my opinion.
1: Right. Do, you, do you think any of these guys came on or were
0: signed specifically for locker room? Bobby Ryan could could fit that. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. because one thing that I in I I'm not going to uh speculate of what what is going on in the in the Red Wings locker room. But you have a lot of young guys that don't have NHL or NHL proven players producing at the same time. Like you had uh Abdel-Kader, Nielsen but they're they're not producing. You if, if you're going to be a leader in an NHL locker room, you have to produce and put your money where your mouth is basically. Yeah. Um they're they're not going to listen to you if if like that's, I'm not that's saying true I'm not saying Mantha I'm not saying it does this, but Mantha's not going to respond to Justin Abdelkader when Justin is getting eight minutes and zero goals in a season. He's not going to be told what to do. He's like, just F off. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's what ha- what is happening, but that's just the way locker rooms work. It's like, wait, you're going to get in my face and you haven't done squat for two years. Like, sorry, buddy, but your, your time's done. You know what I mean? I think Bobby Ryan can come in and be a, a locker room guy and show Anthony Mantha, Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, Dylan Larkin, like, hey, yeah, you, your skills gotten to you here, but this is how you get to another level. And this is how you get to a winning level, which Bobby Ryan, he, he's won games. He's been in playoffs. So uh, I think out of everybody, he could fit that. But I, I also think um, the guy from Vancouver that Mike is going to talk about a little bit here, if you, if yeah. you have that Troy, yep. s- Troy Stetcher, uh, he kind of fits that mold as well, but he's a little bit younger too. So he tell is, us a little bit more about him. He quite a bit
2: younger than a lot of the guys we've had come in lately. Um, Troy Stetcher, though, Uh, I'm talking last productive years because we're going to compare him to a guy that's been on our roster for quite some time. Okay, So, Stetcher, uh, last year, 69 games played, 5 goals, 12 assists, accumulating obviously 17 points. Uh, He's got a plus-minus of 10, uh, 32 penalty minutes. Um, And the guy that I think he compared to was Danny DeKaiser. And when I'm talking productive years, I'm talking Danny's – year a couple years ago not last year yeah he was, he hurt. was hurt the whole year yeah. uh 52 games played five goals uh 15 assists 20 points uh he's got a plus minus of two and 39 penalty minutes so he he he's I mean as far as style of play you can touch on that but as far as stats go on paper it's basically like having another Danny D yeah on the roster. the way I
0: look at him is is he's been a solid third pairing yeah. in vancouver yep. um they trust him they trusted him a lot in vancouver um more than the numbers would say he could come in and be a top four and see what he turns into right um it, the hole was there in detroit and i think that's really why he probably chose detroit is, is he probably got paid more in detroit i, I forget what what he got uh, right here in front of me uh yeah
1: two years four million
0: yeah 3.4 million uh
1: by four i meant 3.4
0: yeah, so, I mean, he didn't get paid a whole lot, maybe a little bit of a raise, but the two-year is he's betting on himself to get more top-end minutes and yep. get another big contract uh, after the fact. Uh, he he didn't have enough time to prove himself, I think, um, and he, he's betting on himself to, to with that time, he's going to really produce. And I'm not saying points. I'm saying just be a good shutdown defenseman, make that first pass, and maybe you make some plays uh, offensively. Yeah,
2: Stetcher's only 26 years old. Yeah, I, li- I like that. That's that's pretty young, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Um one more guy that I want to bring up and I, I didn't mention him was was Vladislav Nemestnikov.
2: He's feeling at home.
0: Yeah. So he was drafted by I Ise- no, he was not drafted by Iceman. What was nope. I thinking there? Um he is a is he related to Slava Kozlov? Yes. He's his nephew, correct? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so Slava Kozov, obviously a, a big name in, in Detroit. Um, but what I like about this, this guy is, is it's just he wasn't getting the minutes. I think that's really what this this team's going to be built around is guys that weren't getting the, the minutes to, to really produce and show themselves um, in the NHL because they're on really good hockey teams. To get that top six – uh, or top four defensemen, top six forward minutes, and and try to produce something, and try to show what you have in the NHL. Time will tell with this kid. He he's put up numbers. I mean, what, so he he started um, he started in New York, but he got traded to, to the 2019 season, um, in New York. He only played two games. He got traded to to Ottawa. 54 games, 13 goals, 12 assists. I mean, minus five, but I mean that's pretty dang good. I mean, 13 goals, 12 assists. For Ottawa, it was pretty solid. Then he got traded over to Colorado. Played nine games in the regular season, four goals, uh, and then in the playoffs, he played twelve games, four goals. So, look, th- this guy, he could come to Detroit and produce. This is a guy that I think could yeah. really succeed on a Larkin line, in my opinion. Okay. Um, it, it, unless he unless they move him to center, because I think he he he's kind of like that hybrid. He can, play, he can both. play both. Um, but he he's going to be good for this team. I'm excited to see what he can do. I again. None of these guys are making us playoff teams. And and that's where we got to just step back and be okay with it. We're going to be competitive though. Right. We're going to be com- we're not going to be minus 15 or 717 7- goals in the, in the uh, goals four goals against ratio. That that is not what this team is going to be. Will it, will it translate to wins? Probably not. Like wins to to be in the, in the hunt, but you're not going to be a bottom feeder that we were last year. But it's gonna be competitive.
2: As sad as it sounds though, it's gonna feel good seeing a lot of new faces. I'm I'm sure the the play is gonna be pretty poor, record's gonna be pretty awful. But but in the end, I think the new faces are gonna feel really good, I guess for, for a short period of time. Because how, how how sick and tired are we of all these lengthy contracts, money and yeah. time Are we just – we're seeing the same guys not produce a licking of anything.
0: Yep, and and that kind of translates as good to – or transition as good to the the buyouts. Um, Justin Abdicator was bought out. You guys touched on it really well. Micah, you brought up uh, the point of he had the no trade clause, and that opened up a a free space of protection with the expansion draft. Um, That is really what this buyout is about. Um, It's not that he's a bad hockey player. He's just overpaid for how good he is. He's right. not good enough for what he's getting paid. No. You had an opportunity. The no trade clause was really a, a mother effort um, because you had to protect him, and now we don't have to. I think that was huge. So yeah, you you look at the the grand scheme scheme of things. He's he's almost two million dollars against the cap this year. He's a little over two thousand or two million the next two years. One million. We're not in cap purgatory anymore. We're getting out of that. Eisman's done an unbelievable job turning a disaster of a cap space into what we are now. It is amazing what he has done. I think (laughs) even if he doesn't bring in a lick of talent, which I believe he is, the fact that he got our cap space in order the way he did, that's a win. That is a win for a GM. He's done an unbelievable job with that. Um, But it also brings up another point here. So with Bertuzzi filing for arbitration, um, for Which, the people that know what that means, yeah, I was going to say where are we at Is basically you go to uh, a hearing. You have the NHL advisors or lawyers, and you have Bertuzzi on one side and the Red Wings on the other, and you basically badmouth each other. So the Red Wings are saying, "Well, you only did this. You're not this. You're not that." And then Bertuzzi's like, "Well, I was your leading goal scorer with blah blah blah," and and your guys' organizations. But they basically just talk bad about each other. And try to boost themselves by doing that. It's not something anybody wants to be a part of. Trust me, especially for a long-term uh, relationship. You no, saw just, how you right. saw how it went with Athanasia. Like ever since he went to arbitration, it was it was a terrible, terrible relationship. Um, so I don't like that side of the Rupertusi, But what it does, so the fact that he applied for arbitration, that opens up another opportunity and another window to buy out another contract. So I look at Franz Nielsen or even Danny De Keyser as that potential uh, buyout and, Get and, and,
2: nielsen's it, contract out of yeah please. I, i'd be okay with
0: either i think nielsen's the the better decision and and look i mean i'm not saying buy these guys out and release them because they're terrible p- players and they're terrible for the league and they shouldn't be in it it's nothing to that extent it is they have bad contracts this is your way to get out of it and franz nielsen and danny kaiser both have a modified no trade clause so you automatically have to protect them in the um expansion draft if we can buy out one of those contracts, and that just opens up another spot, that is a good thing for this organization long term. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it. You look at what what. Uh, so I, I lean towards Nielsen, uh, which would be he would be uh, like four million dollars for a cap hit for for a few years. I, I don't want to get into the the numbers, but it. In a nutshell, yeah, you're paying a guy to not play. And that sucks. But you're paying them a lot more, and you're opening up space to not only protection, like I already mentioned, but it opens up another roster spot to bring in somebody young, ready to play that
2: eager and hungry that
0: can develop even quicker. Not and you're not wasting your time on a guy like Nielsen um, that's not going to help you when you're ready to win next time. Basically, right? So. Just something to keep an eye on. We'll see if Iserman takes advantage of it. Um, but w- a couple more things that need to be done before the, the season starts is I think you got to figure out Bertuzzi, which we already brought up. Uh, Anthony Mantha needs to be resigned. He's a restricted free agent, but he didn't file for arbitration. I thought that was interesting. Um, but I, another thing that I'd like to see Iserman do is, is bring in a young goalie. Um, I don't know how we can do it. Maybe a trade. Um, some Somehow bring, a, bring in a goalie that's looking for his shot. And to be the starter in GR, that can really be the Mrazek that we had uh, how many years ago when we won when we won the championship. Bring in that goalie, make him potentially the goalie of the future, make him start competing for it. Basically, is what I want to see. So, um, unless you guys wanted to have any more questions, we are going to get into the Big Ten. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, um, but please stick around. We're going to keep the Facebook live going. Are we, are we still on the podcast? Yeah, we're still we're no, still, we're going. still you're, going. Okay, you were catching out there. This man's there zoned out. He's which, watching football. Is, so much Red is, Wings, which is fine, but it's <laughs> it's good. So we are going to talk some Big Ten. Kyle so, here, he'd be uh, on the same page. Yeah, so please stick <laughs> with us uh, as we take this short break. Get
3: all All
0: right, that is our little transition. I thought it was a good transition.
2: A little
3: transition.
0: I'm I'll excited. Honest.
1: I'll be honest. I was looking for music.
0: I'm gonna have to use it. I used told to you, yeah, we gotta it. I know you warned me. We got we got scolded, um, with with our music choices, which I think is a good thing. If if they're noticing, slap on the wrist is okay here and there. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll that take mean, it. That means it's a good thing. That, that means we got something going that they don't <laughs> like, right? Uh, so, all right.
1: Somebody found it on yeah, Facebook, right? <laughs> we, exactly. <laughs> That's a we good sign. We hit an algorithm that they yeah. didn't
0: like. <laughs> Uh so that that's good for us. Um but we're we're going to do the schedule game. We're going to start with Michigan State. We're going to try to move through it as quick as possible. Um and, and the hard part in like we're, we're going to have a good time doing this obviously, but let's take everything we do with a grain of salt because we have right. no idea anything about these teams. Uh we don't know anything about any of the Big 10 teams, really anything. is it's just it's a crapshoot. It's it's what we think's going to happen by ba- based on, you know, what what we do know. Um but <laughs> who knows? I man. think this
2: is spoken more towards the Spartans because there are a lot of unknowns. Very there, yeah, there there are more established known things with other teams including Michigan, but man, the Spartans don't know.
0: Yeah, it it'll be very very interesting to see how how things play out. All right. So what we're gonna do, if you guys are new new to our podcast, uh, where the heck you been? Um, but welcome. <laughs> Shame on you, <laughs> but, but we're glad you're here. So what we what we like to do when our teams start, mainly football, because it's easy to play the schedule game with, with the 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 sport the football. Uh, we're gonna go through uh, each game and just basically round table. Do we think it's a win? Do we think it's a loss, And we're gonna tell you what their overall uh, win loss record will be. Uh, based on our three opinions uh, this week, missing Kyle. Thank you for not texting me back. But,
3: huh. no, <laughs> hey, we should see if he wants to be on. Sick. Like call it. Oh, no, I, I no, asked him oh, if no, he wanted to. I asked no. him if he wanted to call <laughs> in. All right. So Derek what we're gonna Henry do for the score
0: is we are going to start with Michigan State's uh, first game. So we're just gonna go through go through their whole schedule, um, wins, loss. We'll go from there. So first game, Rutgers. A little less than two weeks away, Micah, win or loss?
2: I'm going to get shamed for this because, (laughs) listen, listen, no, 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 no. Hold the phone. All right, let's
0: start this over. All right, Micah, Michigan State (laughs) against Rutgers. This isn't
2: Chris Ash's Rutgers anymore. This is Greg Schiano. Is it?
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> so, true. Yeah. Well, uh, right, okay, right. I'm getting
2: laughed at from a Michigan fan. This is embarrassing.
1: No, I know where you're going with this. Uh, uh, it's right, it's I, not I going I to be as you.
2: easy as you think it is. That's what I'm getting Especially at. I'm not, I'm not for, trying to uh, yeah. shame the Spartans, and and in my decision, on paper, Michigan State should win. So I'm, I guess I'm going to go with Michigan State, but. Oh man, I really, th- I really thought you were thought going you
1: were Rutgers. Going and Ryan, where are you going? I'm I'm going Michigan State. I think they're going to win this game, but I agree with Micah. This is a trap game. The first <laughs> game of the year. It's, it is. it's Rutgers. Isn't it weird. Yeah, it, it is weird. And I, Seattle is is a coach. Yeah, he's a living, breathing coach, and that's a step up for Rutgers at this point. And I think he's going to do all he can to recruit in his neck of the woods. And it's gonna make a difference.
2: I mean, th- this man doesn't want to get embarrassed coming from Ohio State. Yeah, I honestly and, he and, is, and you
0: look at you look at Rutgers as they look at this as an opportunity. Yeah. More than the rest of their schedule probably. Statement game. Yeah, they're right?
1: looking at they're looking at Michigan State right now and they're like, new coach, all of the turnover, all the yeah. unknowns, all the bad press and everything else. Right? It's
0: like they're in shambles. This is our time. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys that I think Michigan State will win. Um but look out! Be be careful with this, and and, and that's just out of respect to Mark Antonio. Um, yep. More more than. Uh Mel Tucker I guess because I think he has recruited enough I I've questioned his recruiting over the last couple of years um, but I think there there are guys there enough to to beat Rutgers now but be careful because I think Rutgers could jump you very very quickly if Mel Tucker doesn't have his poop in a group but yeah. but
1: you know that Michigan State right now the players themselves the this is a this is a group of guys who they don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. Ooh. and yep. they're, they're used to a certain level around there, and even what they were doing with D'Antonio was not acceptable. So going into this Rutgers game, you know they're hearing the same stuff that we're saying right now, so they're going to be highly motivated.
0: Yeah. All right, so here we go. We got them We got them winning uh, week one against Rutgers, but here we are. We got the rivalry week already. Week two. <laughs> week wow. two. Uh, Micah, where, where are you going with this one? Win or loss for Michigan State?
2: Uh, that is going to be a loss.
0: Ryan? Loss. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Michigan's just, they, they're at a different point we know in their more. organization. We know a little bit more, yeah. right? right? There's too many question marks with Michigan State. All right, so here we are, uh, week three at Iowa. Micah?
2: Iowa is never an easy easy place to play. You're going up against Kirk Ferentz. He's always got his guys ready. That's going to be a loss.
0: Yeah, Ryan. I don't. I don't
1: know what like the the home field advantage is gonna do for it'll college be, football this year. It'll be interesting. Year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that is an advantage or not, but I'm still gonna pick Iowa to win this game. Well, the at fact home. that
2: Iowa's letting fans in, it's gonna be a problem.
0: How how many?
2: I, I don't know, but I just watched Iowa State let fans into their game i i don't against know if the
0: big Ten is going to allow it though yeah i thought that was a commissioner com- I, I thought it, i thought it was state by state i think it's a conference thing but i, I could be wrong Well, we should probably learn that because i i thought <laughs> it we're talking was it, about it. i thought it was a conference thing but I, I could i could be wrong so well i could be wrong too um but all right so i, I actually i actually have them losing to iowa as well i think iowa is just that team uh, I mean, it's tough to tough to beat them any any day of the week. Um, all right, so here we go. Uh, they are home against Indiana again. Who who knows how much home field matters? But man, I'm gonna start this one. Off. I I think this is another loss. I think Indiana's offense they're they're mimicky or, or gimmicky. Gimmicky, gimmicky is yep. the better word. Yep. Uh, that right word I should say. I'm sure they mimic other teams too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Though um, <laughs> they're very mimicky. It is it is Ohio something State. that I look. We, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this right right now. This yeah. isn't going to be pretty for for me talking about Michigan State. I, I because I don't know anything about them. I think we know a lot more about these other teams. And look, Michigan State could come out and absolutely smoke Rutgers, and it's like, oh, okay, look out, Michigan. R- okay, 100%. Look out, Iowa. Right. And we could get caught with our pants down. But right now, with all of the questions, I'm going to go with a loss. On paper, here we are two weeks before the season. I'm going loss uh, against Indian. Michael, I, where are you going with this one?
2: I'm going to go that way too. Um, just to kind of parlay into what you were saying. From what I've read, articles I've read from Bleacher Report and the score, um, they they still don't know who their quarterback is. Uh, yeah, We're, we're well, I, Michigan didn't at one point also. Okay? Yeah, yep. I, I get it, but two weeks out, they sound like they are still trying to figure out who has got a slight edge, not who's their definitive quarterback, who who's gonna barely beat out the other guys is what it sounds like to me. And I'm gonna go with Indiana for that reason. They've always they always play well. They have a good defense, a solid offense, and I I just don't see a win for Michigan State here. So
1: All right. Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to Indiana. They yeah. they're actually they're a good team. And if they weren't in the big 10 they would they would shine in the big 12 I, that's that's the way yeah. i put that uh, that's a good point yeah
0: i like that all right so here we go uh at maryland uh i think maryland's just as much of a question mark as michigan state um michael where, where are you feeling with this one i mean <laughs> this is I, so tough I, I feel like we knew more going into last year and it was a lot more fun but uh here we are. I mean, this is what do we have Michigan Michigan state undefeated going into each other. Well, yeah, last we year we're way <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> huh. We're the worst. <laughs> so, people don't forget
2: at at, at Maryland. Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't think home field is a big thing. I think it's just the comfort of being home that is about the only thing that gives you an advantage. And this game to me is a 50-50 toss-up. Um I, but I have to give the slight edge to Maryland. They've got a coaching staff that is established, although they did lose some of their playmakers. Yep. It's unfortunate, but I, I'm gonna go with Maryland. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Ryan, where where
1: are you going with this one? Yeah, I'm going Michigan State with this one too. I think, I think again the players will have a chip on their shoulders. I don't think they're. It's enough to beat in Iowa. I don't think it's enough to beat in Indiana. But we're talking about Maryland here. This is a battle of two programs that are going the wrong way. And who are at the bottom of where they should be, and I just think Michigan State, Mel Tucker, and this this team will have something figured out by the fifth game. You know, like yeah. so we don't so we don't know week one the quarterback. They don't know exactly all the the roles that are going to be played here. But at this point, they should know something about their team.
0: Yeah, th- this is one of the games that's like I have no idea right now, which is basically going into this whole whole season. But I think by the time you know this game, November twenty first comes around, and the the podcast before that, we will have a good idea if Michigan State has a chance, right? And and what we'll we'll know a lot more about both of these teams because we could be underestimating Michigan State, we could be overestimating or underestimating Maryland. Like the, these these teams are just it. it really is a coin toss. Um,
2: At least right now, like you said, but, yeah. But when that matchup comes up, we could the week prior. We might be singing a different song.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with a loss. I am. Ooh. I do think being Rough. at Maryland could could play a role um on the road, but I just I don't see what was good about Michigan State's offseason.
1: You know what you know what's interesting about this season too is the weather is gonna play so much
0: that's a, that is a really good point. Yeah, B- a big bigger time.
1: role in every one of these games later later on in the year. It's it'll just be interesting to watch. Yeah.
0: So here we are, Ohio State uh, or sorry, Northwestern, November twenty eighth. Uh, Micah, start us off with that one. Let's try to move a little bit quicker yeah. through through the rest of the schedule here.
2: Northwestern, I'm gonna go with the loss again. Ryan, win.
0: I have a win as well. I I I don't think Northwestern's trending in the right direction. Yeah, I, again, I think – And I they think, don't
1: bring in enough talent. And Michigan State's going to have some sort of identity at that point. I I don't I, – I actually think Mel Tucker was a good hire, so I think throughout the year they're going to get a little bit better and better as, as the year goes on.
0: All right, so here we go. We got Ohio State, Penn State. Do, do they have a shot in no, either absolutely of those games? not. Okay, nope. so those are losses across the board. We're not going to do the Big Ten crossover East versus West nope. Oh, because <laughs> um, uh, we don't know they're who nice. they're playing. But that is. It doesn't a matter. The East two, is way better than the West. Two and six season before the, the crossover game.
1: It, you know what? Oh. With that last game there, if, if this ends up being a three and six season, that, that would not surprise me at all. I think three I and think six we is like hit the it right sweet the nose, spot, honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, I could see the Indiana game and the Maryland game being a, a more of a coin toss um, where you could see them get to four wins maybe, but. Uh that would be that would be best case scenario in a lot of ways.
2: To me, the Maryland one is definitely more of a coin toss than the Indiana one. I think the Indiana yeah, is a so, straight loss. So
0: Vegas has their over under wins at three and a half. Um that includes the the Big Ten Championship week crossover game. Uh, which I mean, say they won that game, that would put them at three and six on the season. Then we would say the under of of their what Vegas is telling us. But uh, before we move any farther with, with Michigan State or the Big Ten as a whole and the over unders and all that stuff, let's move down to Michigan's Michigan season. I think that'll be um something interesting. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I mean, undefeated, right? Uh, <laughs> at least until <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a Lions fan.
0: Oh boy. All right, so here or we a go. Michigan fan. We yeah. got Michigan. Yeah. I think the the game one is is this is what a terrible, night <laughs> night right. game. What a terrible at game at
2: Minnesota. Yeah. All right, oh, so boy.
0: so here we go uh, at Minnesota. Micah, where are you feeling about your, about your team here going going in here? <laughs> and I say you're for some reason, even though it's our.
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I I feel terrible about it. Listening to all the media because it's just. You know, it's just what a setup game right now, you know, just to get that first loss out of the way. Yeah. Rashad Bateman scares me. He does. And, and our secondary, I don't know. I keep seeing good things about our secondary, but I'm going to go with a loss.
0: All right. Ryan, what, what about you
1: here? Yeah. This game is so much – uh, of, uh, you know, Joe, hey, Joe Milton, how good are you? Right. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we don't know yet. Yep. Yeah. What scares me the most about, about what everybody talks about with Joe Milton is his arm strength. And that's something that you see in all of the reviews of him, all the, the experts talking about like, well, Michigan hasn't had a guy with this strong of an arm. and a lo- I don't care about arm strength. That does not it's make a good accuracy. quarterback. It's <laughs> accuracy. It's accuracy, and it's decision-making, and it's processing, yep. and it's scrambling. It's all these things mixed in one, especially at the college game. You can you can put a quarterback in advantage, but it's still decision-making and accuracy in the
2: end. Personally, from what I've seen, I think he's got accuracy. He's got arm strength. As far as game decisions, I don't know. Yeah, What's your decision? So right, and talk.
1: that and that's what I, going back to high school, going back to college, early college, his decision-making has not quite been there. I think he's growing up. I'm going to Michigan. I set you guys up there. Oof. I'm saying Joe Milton's a real deal, and we're going to see him for okay. week one.
2: All right.
0: I'm not confident about this pick, but I, I I agree. I think they're going to win. I do. I I think, and and I think it's going to be led by the defense. I think the defense is going to to be very good. I think so. I'm, I'm confident in this defense. The secondary is going to be good. They moved. Um. Holy smokes, his name escapes me. Daxton Hill. Daxton Hill to corner. He's as going. He, he
3: should have have been. more.
2: They moved they, him to the corner. They switched them back to safety okay. as of today.
0: All right. Well, that means, we, that, means that means we're deep in corner, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I like our defense I like, yes. I, Brown, I like the way Don Brown. I like the way Don Brown. down prepares or Don Brown prepares again for everybody other than Ohio State or or <laughs> Wisconsin last year. <laughs> right. But yeah, no <laughs> I don't see enough on the Minnesota side to uh, enough options. Basically, I think we can shut down. They're their top guy. I think it's going to be kind of one of those Bill Belichick games, like we're going to make you play left-handed. We're going to take this away, which I think Michigan does a very good job of. But when you have multiple athletes on the field that you have to worry about, that's when Michigan struggles. I don't necessarily see that with Minnesota yet. I think they're going in the right direction, but I think Michigan is better at defense than they are on an offense. And I, I trust Milton that he, he's going to be – I agree. I think he's going to be the real deal. And so, I like our running game, too, a lot. I really like our running game.
2: We'll touch on it later. Right, go ahead.
0: So I got them win. Uh, that makes them 1-0. Michigan State, we already made that pick. Yep. Uh, that's a win. All right, so here we go. At Indiana, does that scare you guys at all? Where are you going with this one, Micah?
2: Um, normally I would be scared, big trap game, but the fact that it's earlier in the year and not right before Ohio State I think is going to give this particular game a a different feel and I'm gonna go Michigan. That that's just a straight up win for me.
1: Ryan. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at the schedule and we're we're gonna have them undefeated going into House. <laughs> yeah, <we> they probably
3: will. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying uh, to I find it
1: Yeah I know but <laughs> as a group we yes, will though we yeah. will. just like last, that's last a fun, year. That's the fun that's
0: the fun part about
1: it. Right? Uh Indiana I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Michigan on this one too.
0: Yeah I, yep. I think Michigan's just gonna out uh they, they just have better athletes, better better football players. I th- I think Michigan their gimmick is- their gimmick the gimmick side of Indiana could could hurt us, but I, I don't know I just
1: I think over the last couple years well we've someone. had Aiden Hutchinson, Quiddy Pay, and they have grown up at this point playing against the competition they're playing at right now. They're the elders, you know, they're the ones that are stronger than the other guy. They're the ones that are faster, and now they're they're they've grown into themselves. And then with what we figured out at the linebacker position last year with Cam McGroen coming in and being the the dominant defensive. You know, linebacker all over the field. Yeah, that that means we can bring in the other guy who we talked about a lot last year that was hurt all year, Josh yeah. Ross. Yep, and he can come in and not be the main guy, but he can just run around the field, do what he does best. Linebackers is going
0: to be very important with this defense here.
2: So let me remind you that Peyton Ramsey, that was QB for for Indiana. Yeah, he transferred to Northwestern, Ooh. which is part of the reason I've made picks so far. Interesting. So uh, younger, I did, I did younger, not know that. younger QB at Indiana uh a veteran, I guess you would call it at Northwestern. So all
0: right. all right, so here we go. We got the the first uh bigish matchup here, big matchup I should say. Or no, it's really the second. Uh home against Wisconsin. It seems like a every other year type thing home away you win, you home, you lose away. Is that gonna continue here or is this I mean what do you guys think with this one? Micah Sarasoff Uh
2: I think if we were playing at Wisconsin I would feel differently, but I think it's going to be a win here at home. Um, I, I think they they lost a lot like, like most of these blue blood teams, yeah. and I just don't think they're going to have the edge that Michigan has.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think Jonathan Taylor, like he he killed us last year. The running game in yep. general killed us. He meant so um, much to that team. I, I, I mean, he's a hard guy to replace, but they usually do. They usually find a way to yep. replace him, but it usually takes a year. I think this is their year down um for for that and, and I think Michigan's gonna take advantage of it and win this game. Uh Ryan, uh, even though it doesn't matter for our overall scores here, but d- yeah, do you Michigan. agree with that? You got Michigan on that one?
1: Yeah. I do. All uh, right. I, I, don't. I re- I'm really just buying into Joe Milton, really. I mean yeah. again, I I have preached this I don't even know how many years in a row, but the, the team will go as far as the offense and the quarterback yeah. specifically will let them go. And we have been a quarterback away for how many years in a row? Seems like a lot. Yeah, so you you instead of dropping in the game against Ohio State, a big game when they end up scoring the 60, if you compete early on in that game, it changes the game, and now the whole team is competing.
2: And, and just remember, this is always a game that is won in the trenches between these two teams basically every time. Yeah. So we, we've got a lot of returning starters on that defensive line, Aiden Hutchinson and Quidi Pay on the ends. But the offensive line, it's going to be interesting for us Carlo versus one, their.
0: We have one returning starter. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah, but I love our running back core. Yep. I love our running back core in this type of game. I think is 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 exciting. As long as we aren't gimmicky and try to be that end around, hand the ball to was it Evans? Is that that's coming back or was it was it? we got?
2: Yeah, Charbonnet, Evans is coming back. got well, Hassan Haskins.
1: Have, yeah. So Evans, we, we got Blake, Blake
0: Corum. Corum. Yeah, so I like our running game as long as we (laughs) keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. That's the key to a game like that. As long as we keep it simple, we could be okay. Yeah. And we should win. All right, Rutgers is a win, obviously, right? You guys don't have any questions about that? No. So we'll move on to uh, Penn State, home against Penn State. Um, Ryan, start us off with this one. What are your thoughts? Yeah.
1: This game, I think, will go as the season goes. I yeah. think if Michigan is going well at this point, then I think Michigan will take this game because the momentum is on their side. I really do think this is a game of momentum. If Joe, if there's any question with Joe Milton at this point, I'm going to go with a loss. Yeah. But we have them undefeated at this point. I don't think that. I don't know if that's fair or not, but I, we do, and I'm pumped about that. So I'm going to continue that with a win.
0: Micah, do you agree? Yep. All right. Same. I, I I agree. I think. Look. It, Penn State should not be a win across the board type thing. They're, they're We'll get into what we all think about Penn State a little bit later. Lost I don't a want lot to put, of play put, put any, lost a put lot any of words in your guys' mouth, but Penn State. Everybody looks at Penn State is above Michigan. That's what everybody tells us every year. Every year, they're a step ahead. I disagree. This year, I think Michigan's going to win this game. Hundred um, percent. I agree with you guys. Uh, Maryland, are we worried win. about that at all? It's a win. Yeah, it's a win. All right, here we go. At Ohio State, <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first. I volunteer. Like, it yeah.
1: sucks that this is so easy. It sucks to win. Ohio no st-
0: question. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Ohio
1: State's just so good
0: there's no reason why on what whatever date October 13th that we should say Michigan's going to win this game
1: realistically i can i can picture michigan being at worst a two loss team at this point Yep. And and I w- one loss would not surprise me. Yep. And at best, obviously, an undefeated team. But it doesn't matter what Ohio State has done up until this point. I'm not going to feel good about this game. Yep, I agree. I think they have way superior talent level on their team.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately. Yep. And, and at every level. We're talking about defensive backs, yeah. linebackers, yep. any of the lines you want to look at, speed guys. Ohio Everything. State takes it. Yeah. So I'm going to go Ohio Moica, State. Do you
0: do you disagree? I mean – We'll see going into this game. What kind right? of
2: excuse can I find to say that we win this game? <laughs>
0: yeah. Justin Fields well, broke his uh, shoulder. Speaking of him. Uh, <laughs> I, but if, it's always next guy. If it. the Lions
1: <laughs> trade Matthew Stafford, I'm just saying Fields wouldn't be my I worst I would not
0: pick. hate so, it. I wouldn't hate it. I, Different topic for another I, day.
2: I, I, I'm going to be realistic and just just live in misery that we've been living in for the last 12 years of our life. And and I guess it's a loss. I don't know.
3: Yeah,
0: it is. I mean, I think it would be foolish for us to try to talk ourselves into a win. Yeah. At this time, this date. I mean, <laughs> December eighteenth, I'll have I'll have find a way in yeah. my head that the Michigan wins
1: this game. Yeah, um, but Ohio State, look, they just lost two cornerbacks to the first round of the NFL draft that's this true. year. And a defensive end. <laughs> yeah, but, and a defensive end. And a end, running yeah. back. And a running back. I and mean, a wide receiver, I'm sure. Probably not because the wide receiver was a little – Yeah, you're right, fourth, fifth round or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're still what still, they're number is, What I'm saying is their, their top quarterback this year, he would have been, been right behind Jeffrey Okuda in last year's draft. He's that good. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: they are just stacked at every single position. It's insane the way that they just – they reload. They simply reload right now. And something needs to – Change with that for for the for anybody in the Big Ten to really have a shot, and you'll have those one-off years that Michigan gets lucky and Ohio State drops a game to Purdue or somebody goofy that you don't expect, and then Michigan catches them off well, guard. It's all, and finds, it's all about Michigan or no. or Penn State nope. even could could do it. They have done well, it. Um, but yeah. I mean, you're gonna have those one one random years here and there. But right now, Ohio State is is top of the totem pole and they're trending up that's the way i look at what's going on with ohio state and they need a massive scandal to hurt them (laughs) that (laughs) hasn't worked in the past either (laughs) well i wanted to
1: yeah but ryan day this group that we talked about last year we thought michigan might have a chance last year because we had a senior quarterback they had an unknown at quarterback and an unknown at coach yeah, and, and look how that worked out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we we're, yeah, you're right. Um, it just
1: never ends. They just keep reloading. Yeah,
0: exactly. So we had Michigan going seven and one overall, which is over their six and a half. Can you, so six and so I guess we have the the Big Ten crossover game. We'll see who yep. they who they play. It'll probably be a rematch between uh, Wisconsin or Minnesota, really. Yep. Um If things fall fall the way that we expect them to, but uh, seven and one, I. It's realistic. It's realistic, but you could see another loss in there too. Um, I think seven one is the ceiling. Yeah. which sucks saying that because you'd love yeah, to see undefeated right. is the ceiling. I think seven one's the ceiling. Uh, six and three is probably the floor. Go right? on, surprise if, me. If, please. if six and three, so six and three, are we angry or are we just like man? That all right? It was a tough yeah. schedule. I'm curious where, where you guys go. I mean, obviously, no, it's the way it happens. I'm going to demand more Has than a, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, because look, I mean, it's six and three would I mean you're losing to Minnesota, Indiana, Wisconsin, Penn State. Uh, I mean, that's a stacked season for sure. There's five games tough. right there. Uh, yeah, I,
2: mean, I guess it depends on how we lose. Yeah, that, that, uh, honestly.
1: Yeah. But, I, I, you know, we're talking about being the cream of the crop, the Ohio State. We want
0: to be, for yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, we want to compete with Ohio State at the very, very top every single year, year in, year out. That means you beat Minnesota when they're good. That means you beat Wisconsin when they're not at their
0: best. On paper, we are currently ranked low. We're going to be playing teams ranked higher than us. We're three teams, right? We got uh, Ohio State, Penn State, and Minnesota, Wisconsin. All ranked higher than us going into the season, so technically, yeah, we should have three losses. Okay, and that should be okay. But like, th- it's a different world that well, we're living in. Yeah, in that. Now. I feel again, like this is this is the first time that Michigan isn't overrated. They're probably underrated because it's a show me that you deserve to be highly rated.
2: So, what would make you feel more like crap? Having three losses as a Michigan fan by the end of the season, or being already two losses in as an LSU fan right now?
0: Well they just won a national championship. So uh, I would be able to just I would so be able to use what? that as as a thing so that's what? covering I would the run. That's, uh, that's my umbrella.
1: I would take a Heisman in <laughs> a national championship
2: and then have an <laughs> oh, off year. What? And then dump? Well, oh, well, come on. They man. lost
1: they lost everybody except for Chase, right? So what? Yeah.
2: Alabama's going, yeah, that's cute.
0: So I do want to talk about the that's the true. the uh, the Big 10 as a whole. Uh, what I have in front of you guys is the the overall schedule um the over under predictions yeah. the rankings all of that stuff um i, w- I want to start with who you guys think it is is the biggest riser or who you see as a over under that's like man that is way too low based on that and if you guys want to take a little a little break and, and review it we can do that um let's keep on going but, but i would like to yeah let's, all, right. all right let's do it um so i i'll start with my 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 biggest riser um guaranteed over basically um I'm, I'm, oh man, I thought I had this. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: a tough. That's a tough call there.
0: I thought I thought I had it, but I, mean, I, I guess I. I'll, don't, I'll yeah. go. I'll right, go. yeah, yeah, go for uh, it.
1: Biggest riser. Yeah. Ohio State.
0: <laughs> Wait, how do you eight eight and eight and a half wins? So they they're, oh, oh, you're I'm saying looking at their, their ranking. Their ranking yeah. So you're yeah. saying uh, so move from six to one or two or three? Yeah. Yeah.
2: that's what we're doing riser with the rankings you're saying
0: i basically wanted to pose it as who do you think is going to rise in the rankings but if, if you see okay. somebody that's like man they're over under is way too low for for I their know. schedule like that I, I wanted to bring it that way i as don't know well. how you have
1: justin fields and this ohio state team from last year and rank them at number six overall i think they're going to rise i i don't know if it, you know the the total number like would minnesota jump from 24 to 12 yeah they might do that but I think there's a bigger impact with Ohio State going from six to two or six to three. Oh yeah. You know, than the Minnesota jumping twelve spots.
0: All right. So you think Ohio State's the, the biggest riser? Yeah. Micah, do you wanna jump um, in on this?
2: I <clears throat> actually I will agree with Ryan. I mean, you give it anytime in the first three weeks of the Big Ten season when they're their standings get inserted into the AP and the coaches' poll finally with actual wins and losses, you're going to see Ohio State jump into that top four right away. They're they're going to be winning game after game, and they are going to jump into the top four. Yeah, is that the Pac-12 once, 12 too. Once, once the ACC kind of drops, once the SEC drops, because all these teams are living their high. They're like, oh, we've never been ranked this high. Well, you're forgetting that there's two conferences missing.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> this is going to change That's real so quick. That's so
1: true because all these teams are going to beat up on each other. Yeah, and you're going to have an they und- already un- are undefeated Ohio State team against a uh, one and two loss Auburn or or a one or two loss SEC team. Just name one. Correct. You know,
2: just be all over the place. Quick side note: SEC like high end teams, they do not look
0: good right now.
1: Yeah, Florida. Good luck.
0: Nope. Yeah, I, I guess I looked at it a here. little bit different than you guys. I, sure. I, I kind of looked more at the over/under. Okay, and I looked at Maryland. Um, their over/under set at two and a half. Um, I, I see f- potentially four wins on their their eight game schedule. Yep, I think they could beat Northwestern. I think they could beat Michigan State. I think they could beat Indiana, and I think they could beat Rutgers. Um, so that that just kind of boosts their two and a half to four mm-hmm. wins, and then who knows who their crossover game is. Um, that that's kind of where I wanted. to My the way I looked at it, I I get what you guys are saying. Though with the with the biggest jump, I also think Michigan could be a a big jumper in this because if they're at 19 right now,
2: that was my second. Say they
0: do, say they do go seven and zero to start the season, they are going to be a top four team, top five team, no question in my mind with the way the SEC is panning out. So. I think Michigan could jump very highly. Say they lose to Ohio State, who's a two or three at, by that point. They're not going to drop out of the top ten. So I think they could land right in that top seven-ish-ish spot by by season's end, which is is a very big jump. Right. Um, when you're looking at the at the rankings. Um, yeah, I I
1: would agree with you, Michigan, but also Minnesota. I'm looking at both of those teams, Michigan and Minnesota, both at six and a half. I think both of them could be. The over the big the big yeah, jumper on that yep. no I, I,
0: I think 100%. that's that's a and then really and then
1: if we're talking about the biggest faller is that the next one here yeah yeah go for it uh, Penn State are you kidding me
0: seven and a half I I no don't way. see it I don't see it there's at all. no way look I I don't even trust them beating so their schedule yeah, Indiana Ohio State Maryland Nebraska Iowa Michigan Rutgers Michigan State all right so easy schedule so you got lost to Ohio State let's let's just say lost to Michigan because we all agreed on that that's two losses so that's seven wins at the mat, or you even in the crossover there that's seven wins right
1: yeah but they but they're they're strategically looking at that schedule and saying okay ohio state and michigan are the two Threats to them, yeah. So they're putting it at seven and a half. They're
0: basically saying they're going to beat Michigan. But I just don't. I don't buy them. Penn State's I, a lock I, to win all the rest of them. I don't even think they beat Indiana. Honestly, I think that could be a trap week one game right there. Yeah. Um, because they have Ohio State week two. Uh, I think Nebraska could be sneaky. We'll see what Nebraska shows up. I, I don't trust them necessarily, but huh. I haven't mean, seen the, anything <laughs> to bet on. Them. We've been told that they're supposed to be good. And then you got Iowa. You got Iowa on the schedule as well. Um, Those are three coin ish flip games. Yeah, Um, I agree. Probably a little bit better than coin flip. But you don't think Um, Penn State's
1: good enough to get through them? Yeah, and just roll them all.
0: Yeah, I I I see that. (laughs) I think they're they're my biggest follower as well. I mean, Purdue and Maryland
2: has taught everyone not to sleep on kind of just mid range teams. Yeah. And then those two teams have Every given year. Ohio State a run for their money. And Purdue beat them outright. Maryland was one bad throw away from beating them the other year.
3: Don't
2: yeah. yeah. Don't sleep on these mid-range teams. Not at all.
0: Yeah, I, I think Indiana is another one that that could go under, uh, because they have a tough schedule. They have Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, and Wisconsin.
1: They have all of those. They run for their money. <laughs> yeah, no, you said that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: so huge, uh I, I'm huge. gonna stick
0: with stick with uh, Penn State. So do you guys have like a sleeper pick for the divisions? Um, I think Michigan is probably the only sleeper pick in 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 the the East, right? Even though it's really not – is that even fair? They're the only ones that probably have a chance. The way that we've talked about Penn State uh, – who, who are you talking about? Well, okay, the, the, so – The sleeper pick to win a, a division or be in the Big Ten Championship. Right. Game so is where I'm at.
2: My opinion, Penn State can't be a sleeper because they've got them ranked really high. 9 overall, A lot of wins. Uh, Michigan would That's be true. that sleeper team. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. For, for me. Uh it, in the West, though, I, man, I, I I, can't bet on Nebraska, but from all the talk, who knows? Yeah. Maybe they are that sleeper team for the first time in forever.
0: Yeah, I feel like them or Iowa could, I, could be a, a big sleeper. I think Iowa, they're just so sneaky. You yeah, know think, what I mean? I think Indiana is the
1: obvious choice, a, lot, a really popular for, pick. For the East? Yeah. Yeah. But what, what are you talking about? For the sleeper, right? Yeah, yeah. Indiana. Yep. But Iowa I think is I don't I don't go know. To the, to the west. I don't who wh- I don't know what your question go was. Go to the next sheet I asked so you, you can look at it. I see uh, you what your question <laughs> was and I am not getting anything. <laughs> oh, out of all these teams Just about, just that half. My just man. the West. Yeah. Just the West. A sleeper out of this team.
2: Correct.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
1: group. sorry. There you go. Yeah. Basically, I said yeah. I said <laughs> Iowa. I said two <laughs> teams that are both in there except for Indiana, but but the one was in there with <laughs> Iowa. Lloyd Carr.
2: hey don't bet against Brandon Peters and the fighting Illini is he still there he is he's starting this year
0: uh, that's not a bad sleeper for the, for the east. All right, so not let's so just bad. let's just make our picks. The West. I think or yeah, sorry. Uh <laughs> Ryan's confusing. <Luke>. Me. <laughs> all right. So our, I think our East winner is obviously going to be Ohio State. We kind of all agreed with that. Hold right? on a second. Guys,
1: what? seriously, Sam, you get, I told you, you were to like turn the next turn, page. Turn the next page. Everything will be clear. I'm looking at just like a whole bunch of random That's the schedule. That's this a, is a schedule. No. So you got to use the two You read it.
0: You got to use the two two sheets to this is insane. To help you reach I, This your means goal. nothing to me. You got to use the two sheets to reach your All right, your and direction. we're moving on. All right, so East winner, I think we all have Ohio State, right? Who do you guys <laughs> think is going to win the West? Wisconsin. I just threw my sheet down. You think Wisconsin? Yes. Ryan? Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with Iowa. Why not? <laughs> what? <laughs> to win? I don't know. Why not?
1: Dude, Minnesota. Dang, all right. There are a bunch of gamers there, and I think rowing the boat, come on now. Don't say that. You row the boat, baby. You can't say it. That's our next
0: matchup, Ryan. You can't say it until we beat them.
1: Then you can say it. I'm just saying. Row the boat for them. They're going to win. It's my prediction. It's going to come true. They're going to have one loss. I was
0: joking about Iowa. I think it's going to be Minnesota as well, honestly. All right, so those are our winners. So you you got uh, Ohio State against Wisconsin. Mike, does Wisconsin have a shot, or is Ohio State you got this in the bag? Got it in the bag. Ryan, you got it versus Minnesota. Where are you feeling? What are you talking for about for the Big Ten for the Big Ten championship? <laughs> Ohio State. Ohio State. All right, I got Ohio State as well. It, it, it sucks picking them. can uh, be Trav's rolling over in his grave right now, or in his bed, <laughs> I should say. Uh, but that one is, day he'll still be rolling. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is where we comment. are at. So what we are going to do is is we're going to we're going to cut the video and 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 start. No, no, we're not going to start. It. Yeah, I was going to say. Do we Come gotta, on, do man. We wanna, you guys good? You guys good? No, man, I gotta go. We'll just we gotta take. We'll, we'll take
2: a quick break. We're gonna
0: take a quick break and then we're going yep. to jump into our picks against the spread for the week. Yeah, we're yeah. also going to grade our Michigan beers. So please stick with our Facebook live. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.
1: Don't miss the picks. Whoa. All right, guys. You know that music. It is time to make our Hops Brewing Company and Cafe Picks of the Week. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone to stop into Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan. The family-friendly atmosphere is perfect for what you have going on. And if you mention State of My Sports, you get a nice little discount when you carry out a crowler or on your first pint when you dine in. Whatever your beer of choice is, we are sure DeHop's will have something that fits you just as much as what you like or <laughs> even more. I just threw one little word in there and just kind of screwed me all up. Whatever your beer of choice is, we know that DeHop's has what you want. Keep an eye out for some of their great beers at your favorite local beer store or if you carry out a six-pack of a double-try Hopped New England IPA, Seven Secrets. Delicious, which is their incredible juicy IPA that is packed with mosaic hops, Great notes of pineapple, citrus, it's soft on the palate, has just enough bitterness to pull you back in. We highly recommend it from Standby Sports or the, be- the World Beer Championship Silver Medal Award-winning Shadow Box Dark Lager. It's also being sold in six-packs now. If you're not in the Walker area to carry out a six-pack, be sure to ask your favorite beer store to start carrying DeHop's beer. And if uh, you have not been there, please go check them out. Let them uh, serve you the beer that you know of your choice, and, and if you just ask them about it, I'm sure they'll they'll offer up any of your favorite beers.
0: Well done. Except Bef- for
1: the end, yeah. Well done, except for the ends.
0: Well, I wasn't listening. I'm just encouraging you. Thank you for your struggle.
1: So please check them out. Thank you for your <laughs> struggle. Let them know that we <laughs> sent you.
0: I <laughs> see what you did. Is that a shout out, Trav? <laughs> well, Thank you for oh, sure did you say I missed you saying that? I laughed I laughed so hard by that. that you was should texting. have been here. You texting right as you incredible. were listening to that. Right I was
1: just like, I cannot wait till he hears this. That was
0: unbelievable. We'll,
2: we'll talk about this off air. Yeah, for the, sure.
0: That was awesome for the record. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of records, it's all right struggling. Micah, over the last two weeks you went and and you are 13-11 overall, which is leading the pack. Kyle went 5-5, and and he is 12-12. Ryan went 6-4 and and is 11-13. I went 5-5 as well for a 12-12 overall record. It is close. Mike has got a one-game lead on me and Kyle. And Ryan, you are one game behind us. So this is anybody's game to be the king of the podcast. So here we go. We got... No Thursday Night Football this week because we had Tuesday Night Football, which you guys were watching Ta-da. as I was trying to do a podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, but Titans we'll crushed s- them. We'll start with uh, some college football. We got the big one, Georgia at Alabama. Alabama is minus six. Micah, you're leading the way. You go first.
2: Georgia. You're up, Ryan. Whoa.
0: Kyle has Georgia as well. Whoa. All right, so I'm, I'm on the
1: Georgia train too, but with you guys picking – Georgia, I gotta go Alabama here.
2: (laughs) Trying to get some points. I'm
1: gonna get points, but also I'm gonna go with uh, Georgia has not seen a team like Alabama. So they're gonna run into they're gonna run into a real program. We'll see how they are.
0: I love the fact that I can take Bama as a catcher upper pick. Yeah. I'm taking Bama. Same here. Minus six. No question. Like look, I think Georgia's looked better. No there's no question in my mind, especially with what happened with Alabama against who who they play? Ole Miss was it? Was it Ole Miss? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was, Kiffin. it was
0: disgusting. Um, but I'm gonna take Bama. Okay. So we'll jump over to the NFL. We got four NFL games to go here. We're gonna stay stay in the division for, for these for next two picks. We got Bears at the Panthers. Panthers are a, are minus three. They're a three three point favorite against the four and one Bears. Micah, how you feeling this one?
2: Old Teddy B rocking it, right? So you
0: going Panthers?
2: <sighs> yeah, I you know, I think the Bears are due up for a little reality check. I I don't know how they're what are they 3 and 1, 4 and 1?
3: Who? The Bears, Bears. 4 and 1.
2: 4 and 1. I I don't know. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think the Bears are going to not be riding very high for very long, so.
0: Kyle took the Bears. I'm taking the Bears as well. Um I don't buy the Panthers. I don't buy the Bears, but I think the Bears' defense can shut down the the Panthers pretty, pretty dang easily. So I think it's it's like a twenty-one to ten type game in in my opinion. Not that we do scores here, but I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, this,
1: this is such a hard game because I could see both of these teams blowing out the other team. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> that's Ryan, a really good way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could see both happening. I really don't think the Bears will score that many, many points. I think the Panthers could I'm still going with the Bears, I'm going with the majority
3: here.
0: Giving, I mean, the three points could be a massive difference in this game. Yeah, like it could be a thirteen to ten game and push. It could be 3-0, mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a weird one. All right, so now we got Green Bay at Tampa Bay, who is home and an underdog. They are plus two. Mike, how do you feel about your Packers?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I, I I feel good. Uh, th- they got a lot of rest, and I expect a lot of those starters to be back. I'm gonna go with Green Bay.
0: Uh, Kyle took Green Bay as well. Um, I'm gonna go with Tampa.
2: You can't bet against just Brady; it's against two. your blood.
0: No, it has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> I just think plus two. Jersey. I just think plus two just makes makes <clears> the most sense. Like sure. I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna, it's gonna be a close game. Um, yep. I think the Buccaneers will be able to score pretty easily on on the Packers defense. So that's why I think I think it's gonna be a shootout, and and it's going to be. Uh, close enough that I'm going to take the take the points.
1: Yeah, I saw an underrated Packers defense. That's what I've seen so far this year. I think they're better than what people are giving them credit for, and I think their defense is set up to attack Brady and get to him quick. So I'm going Green Bay on this one.
0: All right. Uh, so now we are Browns at the Steelers, who are minus four. Uh, good game, sneaky good game.
2: This. This is a difficult pick. Yeah. Real difficult. Where are you going with this one, Sam?
0: No, you're first. You're leading the pack. No, go ahead, Sam. <sighs> I got the Browns. Browns? Yeah. Plus 4? Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. I'm not sure they're going to win, but plus 4, I'm going to take the Browns.
1: I I don't know why the Steelers are good. Can anybody explain I, to, you it why? Make any sense to me why? I'm trying to
0: figure it out. It
2: doesn't yeah, make
1: any sense. Why they're good cuz I just Their defense I, is sick. I haven't Yeah, fast. I mean they, they are, but why are they sick? Why I don't are know. they fast? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Steelers only because I feel like the Browns, even though they're coming together as a they're team, they're due. still they're due for a letdown. Well, they're, <laughs> they're yeah, they're still just a collection of talented individuals rather than the team, and I and they're leaning towards the team, but the Steelers are all in together.
3: Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with the Browns. I think they're riding a a big momentum wave right now.
0: Uh, Kyle took the Steelers, Um, so here we are for our last pick. Uh, We got the Lions at the Jags, uh, plus 3.5. Lions are a a 3.5-point favorite. Uh, As of yesterday, I haven't looked at it today, but uh, Michael, where are you going with this one?
2: On paper, Lions, and that's all I have to go off of. I, I don't watch Jags games, and I think the Lions on paper are better. Don't let me down this time, please.
0: Kyle took the Lions as well. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew scares me. He he does. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Lions. I think if they're gonna win by like six or seven, um, but the three and a half scares me a lot. Uh, but they're gonna win. They're gonna win. Lions are going to win. Are they gonna win by field goal? Or are they gonna win by six or seven? That's the question. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on the six or seven. So I'm taking the Lions, Ryan.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lions too. Lions by 21.
0: I hope you're right Whoa, just saying I would love okay. I would love for statement a, game a nice relaxing Sunday a that one I can and, smile a one in three statement game <laughs> that I don't have to drink during Sunday night football yeah, just to gonna, get to sleep their statement is going to be we're <laughs> no, better worry, than the geez. Jags <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't do that <laughs> just get a five hour energy yeah. <laughs> waiting for them the next morning <laughs> drink, yeah so all right, th- those were our picks of the week put in your picks it'd be fun on the Facebook um, not that we'll do anything with it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, positive. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will actually. I promise, we guys. we did we did say uh, we we read Jared's Facebook picks on on the air one time. He picked them the week before on did Facebook he Live, what? and then we
1: is he involved in these picks or is he been picking for <laughs>
0: he's been picking for Kyle? Oh, okay, but yeah. Kyle did actually respond to a text today, so that was a positive note. Hey, uh, he got his picks in. Uh,
3: that's good. So, you know what, Kyle? You are so, sorely missed so, on this podcast. Like,
0: I think that's his goal. Is like. Just don't make his own picks, and he, he'll be the king Kyle again. That's that's what his that's his vision. It's a great for. it's a great goal. You're not accountable right? for anything, <laughs> right? You <got> an excuse
1: <laughs> if you don't win, and if you do,
2: then you own what, it. What I really want to know is who is left in the adopt team
0: MLB, MLB. Okay, so that's where. So I I thankfully won uh, the, NBA. I won the NBA one. Yeah, you had the first overall pick, and I won. It was a good pick. You had the first overall pick with Tampa, and you didn't. Very
2: nice. Did I win? Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Sorry for putting um, you on the spot. If you don't know where. No, we're No, I, I do. So okay. I
0: have the Braves. Ryan has the Dodgers. We're head to head right now. Uh, yeah. I think that our Braves up two nothing now. It, it's in looking a really.
1: It's looking really good right now for the Braves going up two nothing.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Jarrett slash Trav slash Kyle <laughs> for Kyle's picks. Uh, they have both. Uh, AL teams with the Rays and the Astros.
1: Astros, yeah. So real nice. I just I would want everybody to know that all four of my picks were still alive after round one, and then they just kind of beat each other.
0: Well, you got one left, so yeah, I've got the Dodgers. All right.
3: so, uh, so
0: the what, first overall d-
1: pick, so it doesn't count. I just that's true. Yeah, it, you're right. It would <laughs> only <laughs> it be count.
2: it would only be right of me to shame our friend Kyle in picking the Yankees, right? Like, yeah, I put all my faith in your team. And you let me down. I would, I would have told Come you
0: on. that they, would, they didn't have what it takes. They just, <sighs> they really need to invest in pitching. Yes, they do. They, I mean, they did with Cole, but I mean, just one, one guy is not going to do the not job. Not enough, especially yeah. in, a, in a playoff type you environment. Can't, you
1: can't just assume that you get all the best players all the time, and that's that's where they're at. You can't just buy a great bullpen and a great pitching staff and great hitters. <laughs> All at once, you
3: can't do that. <laughs> right. It's
0: just—it's impossible. It's impossible. It, you can't do it. You got to get some some of those young guys. Yeah, it is time to grade our Michigan beers for episode seventy six. Mm. But before we do, I want to remind every one of our partners, Sicilian's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan. Uh, whether you know what you want or need help from the expert staff, Sicilian's Market is the best place for it. They not only have a massive and up to date inventory of the craft beer across our great nation. I, I mean, they have beer. They have walls and everywhere. walls of beer. In sections for Michigan, they have sections for Ohio, Indiana. From the, Alaska, Germany. Beer everywhere from, from all around the world, including the House Brewing Company and Cafe. Um, brilliant on their part. Um, but you, you can mix and match t- to find what you like and, and just try a bunch of different things to build your own six-pack, which is awesome because they're all individually priced. Uh, great way to do it. They were the first ones to do that uh, in, in West Michigan, which is very cool. Um, they also have, if, if you're into the... The home brewing or winemaking or want to be, check them out because they have the largest selection for for all of that uh, in West Michigan. So they they have a whole other
2: side of their store dedicated just to that. for it. Yeah. I yeah.
0: feel like I should really get into it. but I Yeah, just
1: that's something that State of My Sports needs to do ourselves. Just brew our own beer. Brew right? brew, <laughs> Or make our own wine. Make our own wine. <laughs> both. No, no, not, not either both? or. It's both.
0: <laughs> we'll have the beer at my house and wine at your house. Perfect. So we'll just have a funnel that goes across the, the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I really appreciate about
2: their staff, though, is they actually try and hone into your your palate. Yeah. Because they the, they won't just ask me, oh, well, are you looking for a stout or an IPA or whatever? They'll actually try and like, hone in on that particular. Yeah style of brew. Yep. You like sweet, you like bitter, da 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 Yeah, figure out what you like,
0: and then they have so many options. And and they're so educated. It's not like that they walk up to a shelf and be like, oh, like a Meyer – I don't want to throw Meyer in there, but like a a store where it's like, oh, yeah. Just a generic party store. I'm going to look with you. No, it's more like, oh, no, this is exactly what you need. Uh, If you go over here, you got all the bitters here. Oh, yeah. They they know exactly what they're doing. And that's just coming from a beer – I bet you I've never bought wine from them. It's only been Uh, beer – same thing um, with wine. It, I've, I've done, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah, I bet you they have a yeah, great selection that, that's out of this world. So, yeah. um, we're, we love that they're part of the state of my sports family, uh, and just they, they like support. I said, they they help us pick out our beer or or drinks, um, for every single episode of state of my sports. Uh, so check them out and let them know that we sent you. Uh, we'll, we'll get into our beer grades now. Um Micah, do you want to start us off with your with your imperial style over there?
2: I sure can. So. Reminding everyone that I'm drinking from Founders the Imperial Stout. It's a 10.5 percenter, a bit heavy, 75 IBUs. Uh, they're, they're, it's got a lot of chocolate, a lot of dark fruit, and a lot of caramel in it. It's it's smooth. Um, it's definitely got a sorry. I've, it's definitely got a, it. right. <laughs> right it's got a good body to it. Right, cut me right off. Ten percent too much. It's got a good body to it. The 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 flavors are actually working really really well together, and it, it is really heavy. And for that reason, I'm gonna give it a seven point seven. It, it's just right now, I, I'm I'm sure maybe like dead of winter, I'd give it a another or a, a different grade, and that's that's not fair. Yeah, but that's just where I'm at right now. It's so a, I, don't it's know, a 7. I don't know if you
0: mentioned that that it is their 2019. Uh, Imperial style I don't know if that matters I, I, I don't know if we've tried the 2020 or anything like that that was something that, that was noted uh, from Katie at Sicily just okay. make sure that you mentioned that it's the tw- 2019 uh, Imperial stout so so, so it's aged man- a bit and, yeah. and
2: I don't really necessarily know what that means as far as the 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 beer science goes yeah yeah but I could only imagine it's probably gonna get um, a little more bitter uh, th- those flavors are gonna start <sighs> Mending with each other a little yeah, bit more right. and yeah, whatnot. So um, yeah, seven seven.
0: Cool, uh, Ryan. You wanna
2: yeah,
1: side yours? yard uh, from Bell's Brewery down in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, huge staple in, in just anywhere in Michigan, but especially the west side of Michigan. Uh, everybody knows about Bell's. Side yard is their fresh hop New England IPA, and you know what this this is? It's just a good beer. I feel like that's that's just Bell's as a whole, right? They just they just they, have they produce good beer. They just produce very, good beer, and, and they're very focused on what, whatever they're trying to go for. They they just nail it. I don't know. They, freshness is their is their goal with this one, and and they're saying like you know basically if we wanted this beer to, to taste like you just had the ingredients right in front of you, and they created the beer, and that's exactly what they got. So I'm gonna give this. A really solid grade. I'm going to go an 8.1.
0: 8.1? Mm. Now, Micah. What I, did you grade it? I thought you graded it. Did you not grade side yard? I know I did. I thought you did as well. I thought someone I don't else think did. I did. I thought someone else did. Might uh, have been but I, just, I just went through it, and, and it doesn't look like you did. So uh, I actually gave it an 8.8. I was really uh, a big fan of that beer. Um,
2: you liked that one a lot. I did, yeah.
0: It, I, th- I, I thought you did for some reason. I, I I'd be So no. the, the thing, thing about this is beer is
1: it, it's – it's um, uh, it's kind of a just a classic beer taste, but it but the freshness is no, noticeable. Yeah, yeah so cr-
3: it
2: you, got that crisp feel. Yeah,
1: you're not drinking this beer to have some like crazy different flavor or get notes of some crazy uh, yeah, like fruity so flavor. It, it is beer, and that's what it's supposed to be and it's crisp and it's and it's fresh
0: yeah so remember when we had uh eric from from the hops on yeah uh, the brewer and, and he talked about how new england ipas are aren't really ipas that was kind of his thing is like it's it's not categorized correctly because i think the the ibus are too are too low or, so, or something like that i don't i don't remember exactly what he, what he what he said but i feel like a side yard is the the what, what how do i want to explain this a New England IPA that even a beer um, snob enthusiast would consider categorized correctly because yeah. of the freshness, because of the the you're not it's not uh, You're not much. juicing it with other flavors. You're letting it be its natural self and making it juicy based on what you're like it, the, the hops. And it's really That's, not you know what I mean that hazy. I mean it, yeah, it has some yeah. haze to
1: it for sure. But full glass, it's like you can see through some of it. Yeah.
0: So. Yep. All right. So I am drinking uh. Uh, what am I drinking? Uh, from three blondes, which I which I mentioned a little bit about their story, three blonde sisters, uh, one's more of a red blonde that they, the the other sisters make her dye Strawberry her hair. Strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde, yeah. And then they, they make her dye her hair uh, blonder, so, so it fits the, the narrative of, <laughs> of of the- Smart. So it's the, not two and a half blondes. Exactly. Yeah. It's not two and a half blonde. three yeah, blondes. Three blondes. <laughs> but another thing that, so again, I, I'm going to bring up the About Us page. Like They brought up how- uh, it, so it's the three blondes and their husbands, but that doesn't that doesn't ring as well as three blondes brewing. So, um, <laughs> so which kind of makes sense. Are husbands three, running <laughs> it or what? What's going uh, on? They're there? part of it for sure, but uh, uh the three blondes are are, the, are it. So I'm drinking uh the true blue Bear. It is a Belgian wit beer uh, brewed with. I'm not even gonna try. Uh, <laughs> I blew it earlier. Um, and then lemon with uh, fresh local blueberries from from uh, Salt <laughs> Haven. I'm trying to remember oh, all the spices man. you were trying to list earlier. <laughs> I, hilarious. Say, I, I went past the the tough word so I could coriander. butcher blueberries. <laughs> what is it? What's the word? Well, one was coriander, right? No, it's like Cardamom. chamomile. Cardamom? Chamomile. Chamomile. Oh, and coriander, All right, I got it now. Your
2: wife will be so
1: proud. Chamomile.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to help me sleep. Tonight, hey, have you guys right? been to <laughs> Belgium
1: or no? No, have you? Huh. No, I no, I haven't. We should take a trip there. That'd be a fun. <laughs> I was almost gonna say it must
2: be nice, but uh, I'll <laughs> take that back.
1: That'd no, be I, a, that'd be a fun little. Podcast. Why do you guys think I've been? I've never been there. That'd be fun. We should all go there. We should go to there. <laughs> I
0: don't know if you're being serious. Or just no, me. I've never been there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a eight two. Eight two. It's good. Very I, nice. I really like the blueberry flavor. I think that that was that was really good. <sighs> I really do. I'm not a big Belgian fan, but I think the way that they use the the blueberry flavor, yeah. blueberry flavor, yes, the blueberry flavor uh, helps helps somebody that might not be a Belgian fan. I'm gonna enjoy have it.
2: to. I'm gonna have to try one, but I, I Sorry, like their show, story, show. Uh, dude. F- female driven, like three very female cool. driven yeah. brewery. You don't ever hear that. Yeah. No. I think that. that I is think that's awesome. Very
0: very cool. That. The way that they. Um, this their whole story, and I love that they're they're so proud of this story too. Um,
3: they should just be proud. Go
0: to their website and read the about us. It's, it's a really good read. So. Yeah. Um, but we are also all, all right, drinking. Did did we even introduce the founders? No, no, but you
2: should. What are we drinking?
0: Yeah. So so obviously we we do four beers every episode, no question. We're missing a guy, so what we're, when we do when we're missing someone, we grade their beer for them. Basically, so what we what we have this week is the Mas Agave Seltzer from Founders Brewing Company. Just uh, got released. Just got released. It is, it is a new thing in in cans at least. It's been on draft for a bit, I believe, it, at the tap um, room. But uh, basically, I mean, this this is their what they how how they explain it. They say we've elevated your usually seltzer. Usually seltzer. Usual Usual, seltzer. Usual seltzer by adding premium ingredients, blue agave nectar, cane sugar, spelled that wrong too. same. (laughs) (laughs) Real fruit juice and a dash of sea salt for good measure uh, with a bold aroma and crisp taste. It's a refreshing foray uh, into the future. They have strawberry, lime, and grapefruit. We are drinking lime today. Uh, Mike, Yeah, we're drinking the lime one. Uh, I, I wrote it as Did grapefruit. Do you think it was grapefruit? <laughs> I thought we were doing grapefruit. I don't know. I missed I miss that. I thought <laughs> I grabbed grapefruit. But uh, it is four and a half alcohol by volume. Uh, Wh- where are they selling 110 this? 110 calories. What's that? Wh- where can you find this? Uh, you can go to Founders, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah but what? where else? Cicillian's Market. That's where you got it. Dude, That's I am going to go to
1: Cicillian's Market. I, this is a good seltzer. I, I might just yeah. I might wait for Micah, but or I might just start right now. This go for seriously, it. Seriously, this is this is maybe the best seltzer that I've had.
0: I I really like the agave part yes. of it. I think that really
3: There's gives a it a lot of
0: flavor, but doesn't overpower it
1: either. There's a difference with this kind of a seltzer. This is exactly what I'd be looking for. This is really good. And it and it's not the it's not the the syrupy kind of obvious flavor that you'd get with any other kind of artificial flavor this yeah. is something that does taste real and it's something that's just different You when you taste it it's different than the others
0: yeah I, I think lime is an easy flavor to do that with I think grapefruit is also an easy flavor to do that with which I, I like that they st- stuck with that with those n- more natural flavors that you can work with I'd be curious about the strawberry because that's one of the flavors that is very hard to yeah. get um, away from the syrup yeah yep exactly so uh, I think we'll have to try that eventually but um, did, you, did you give it a grade or no?
3: No,
1: I didn't give it a grade. Micah, go ahead.
2: What? You're, you're, you're first,
0: baby. Oh, you're leading. Well. Wow. You're, you're, you're leading the picks. <coughs> so.
2: Excellent. So the thing I like about this seltzer is the sea salt. It helps a lot, too. Yep. Yeah. You can taste the sea salt, and there is that, that lime smacks you in the face, and I like it. And, and it, kinda, it just plays to the actual can. If you guys look at the can, it's got that. Uh, that that Spanish sort of look to it. I mean, what's the what's that Disney movie that came uh, out? You know the Coco, Coco. Yeah. So like the I don't I don't know what the the backstory skeleton to that skeleton or something. Yeah, whatever. So <clears throat> Day of the Dead. I, sure, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yep. So it's really really cool that that Spanish descent. It it's got that Spanish flavor. It's got like that. <clears throat> that sea salt, the lime, and they've got the grapefruit, and then they have a strawberry. I tried the strawberry yeah. Yeah, what did over you think the weekend. It? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. Did it have that same it, it's not obnoxious strawberry? Yeah, that's good. It's a really nice hint of strawberry. But this this one I'm gonna go with an eight four.
0: Ryan, did, did you want to give it a grade? Or do you want me to? Yeah,
1: I wanted to go right above Micah's. Mm. I wanted to go an A five because I I honestly just think this is really good as, as far as seltzers go. And, and I'm not I'm not grading this on a beer scale. I'm not grading this on anything else. But as far as seltzers go,
0: this this is top of the
1: line. Yeah, as, far I, as I'm concerned, I
0: agree. I really like this. Um, another thing that I think is important for the people that l- usually like seltzers, uh, there are four grams of total sugars, and then. Uh, carbs. Where's the where's the carbs? Dorma six carbs. six gram, six grams of carbs. Oh um, guys, don't worry about. But that's carbs. what that's what people that like <laughs> seltzers look for for some reason. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight one. I don't disagree with you guys that it's really good, but um, that's just the the seltzer. I I, I think it's one of the better seltzers for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you guys on yeah. that. It doesn't but sound
1: as strong as what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You yeah,
0: are, about an eight one. You strong. are a mean person. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> hey. That was episode 76. That was a really fun one. We went long, but, I, man, I Didn't feel like we? It flew it flew Love by, it. by for us. I hope you guys enjoyed watching. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you guys for doing all that. Thank you guys for recording. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner.
3: Peace, fellas. See where things go.